This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning. I'm Ann Romer filling in this week for Jim Lang and welcome to the Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. On the show today, up. Kind of quiet weekend on the U.S. front as everyone prepares for the Kentucky Derby on September the 5th. So our focus will be in our own backyard, namely Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and anything to do with horse racing in the province of Ontario. Coming up, Woodbine Entertainment CEO Jim Lawson with a preview of the Queen's Plate. The September 12th race is the signature event of thoroughbred racing here in Canada, Also on the show, Jonathan Zammett. He is the executive director of Woodbine subsidiary Ontario Racing. Finally, we will all take a look at today's features at both Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park, the $100,000 eternal search stakes, and on the harness side, two elimination heats of the Pepsi North America Cup with the final next Saturday at Woodbine Mohawk Park with a total purse of $1 million. All of this and much more coming up with my co-host, Larry Simpson. Stay with us. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from dark horse to winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer, filling in this week for Jim Lang. Over now to my co-host, the amazing Larry Simpson, whom I've known for decades, with a preview of the new look Queen's Plate coming up in September. Hello, Larry. Hello, and for the first time since about 1989, it's uh, great to uh, be working with you again. Uh, we kind of go back a, a few years when, as you say, we were kids. So anyway, yeah, the uh, Queen's Plate, obviously, like the rest of sports right now, has changed. And they have a, a new uh, program called out, uh, or that they have put out, called uh, Queen's Plate at Home Experience, which uh, to talk a little bit more about this will be... Uh, uh, Woodbine CEO uh, Jim Lawson. Uh, Jim, the Queen's Plate on September 12th is certainly going to have a different feel this year. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely, Larry. I, uh, or certainly it's going to be different. Uh, first off, without uh, without fans and without the festival, uh, we built the Queen's Plate into a, a great event uh, over the last five years, and. Uh, it's really disappointing that we won't be able to do it. And uh, having said that, we're going to keep uh, keep some of the tradition, and it's going to be a great day of racing. And uh, it's it's really exciting. And, and uh, as you may have seen in the last couple of days, we've we've announced a, a program, uh, Queen's Plate at Home, which is uh, which is going to be really exciting. So uh, we're looking forward to it. And as we build uh, as we build towards it over the next couple of weeks here. Okay. Okay. Tell me about the. Uh... Queen's Plate at Home experience. What's that all about? Well, Larry, it's 
we're going to encourage uh, people to have uh, parties at home, and we're going to help them with the, the fashion and the food. There's a, there's contests we're running, and we're tying it into Dark Horse. Uh, we've got a lot of content uh, influencers who are going to be hyping up, and people will be able to go on Instagram at Queen's Plate at Home and follow along. And uh, and also, uh, as I said, we're going to be having contests and uh, and really hyping it up and, and towards people having uh, uh, parties at home. And it'll be really a, a, a digital uh uh, a digital experience and, and really emphasizing fashion and food and music and and, uh, and of course uh, the big event, uh, the Queen's Plate uh, at, on TSN at 4.30 on uh, September the 12th. Okay. Now, next Saturday is the uh, Million Dollar uh, Pepsi North America Cup. I guess it's going to be the same thing there, correct? Uh, there's no uh, no public allowed? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's unfortunately, as I said, uh, about the Queen's Plate, it's, it's disappointing for our fans, uh, but it's, uh, it's going to be broadcast and uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. It's a great field, especially with the tall, dark stranger coming in who's uh, a super horse and it, it'll be a, a big night with lots of uh, great stakes on the undercard. And uh, so we're looking forward to it. it, it, it uh, the NA Cup is, is, is a great uh, race and, and thankful to have Pepsi along to help us out and, and TSN, of course. And uh, so it, it, it will be a, another great uh, racing event. And let's hope we can get the fans back next year, Larry. And it provides another good opportunity for Dark Horse and HPI Bet, correct? Well, yes. We're, uh, we continue, especially with the avenues we've been using, uh, in particular Racing Night Live on Thursday nights, uh, to promote Dark Horse. Those who haven't had a chance to download it from the App Store, they, they should give it a try. It's fun. It, it uses artificial intelligence. It takes a lot of the complicated uh, calculations out of out of uh, determining the outcome of a, ho a horse race with the with the AI and it's an exciting product uh, product and you can you can watch the races on your phone and uh, it's been successful and catching on and uh, we're getting increasing numbers of subscribers each week and uh, this is a good opportunity through our big events and, and with our television exposure to uh, to promote dark horse okay. I guess finally, I, I have to ask, uh, do you think that there will be any time this year that there will be live spectators back at Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park? Well, we're sure hoping so. It, uh, we are developing uh, protocols and procedures with the, uh, with the government. Uh, right now we have plans in with the health authorities uh, we are living under the phase three restrictions, Larry, which is a, a maximum of 100 people outside or 50 people inside. And it just, uh, quite frankly, doesn't uh, really make sense to have 50 people inside with the, the security and the, and the, and the uh, cleaning and, and so on that has to go on. But we, we do have plans and we are hopeful. Uh, our, just to give you an example, if, if we can do it, uh, we, we try and uh, get approval to bring people in, in, in groups of 50 uh, spread out. So in effect, they're in pods 
not dissimilar to what you might see in a shopping center in the, in the rationalization there where they're keeping people separate in separate areas and, and hopefully we can uh, we can get approval to do something like that and we our, our fans deserve it we'd love to have them back and and, and we're trying it's not like we're uh, sitting on our hands but uh, as you can imagine mm. especially with uh, with schools coming back um, the, the government and the health authorities are just uh, they've got a lot on their plate right now to try and figure out how to do this and uh, it's, it's all the same ministries that are working with this and dealing with it so we're patient and and, uh, and thankfully I, I, our, our, our fans have been more than patient and understanding and, and want to thank them for that yeah, and I guess it's tough too because Woodbine has always prided itself on the food and beverage side, and you haven't been able to have that opportunity to uh, provide any this year, right? Eh? Yeah, Larry, it's, it certainly became part of our our brand, and um, and we we really don't know when that part of our business can or will come back. Uh, we're not anticipating a full food service uh, certainly this year, and then that's that's again very disappointing um, we do recognize that if we can start to bring people back as I suggested in pods that people will will need to uh, eat and we'll we'll try and do something on a, on a fast food basis is, is my guess I don't know the exact plans but uh, certainly I know our people will recognize that people people need some nourishment but uh, <laughs> as far as as far as dining rooms and, and the like it, it just doesn't feel like uh, um, that's coming anytime soon, and it's very unfortunate for, for our people and for our fans. Okay. Well, I guess the bottom line is we just continue to make the best of everything, correct? Yeah, I mean, people people have been great. I mean, it's uh, uh, the, the horse people in particular and our, our horsemen's groups, uh, both HBPA and Cosa Larry, and, and uh, people have been very understanding, and, uh, and I really want to thank all of them and, and, and thank you for letting me say this to to our employees and, and the horse people, as I said, and our government partners. We've all been working together and we've worked well together, and, and the end result of this is we've been able to, to have live racing and to have events like the Pepsi North America's Cup uh, coming up and then the Queen's Plate, and, and uh, without all that cooperation and hard work of everyone, uh, we wouldn't be able to do uh, what we've been able to accomplish so far, and, and looking forward to these great events at, at Mohawk Park and Woodbine in the next couple of weeks here. Okay, thank you, gentlemen. Now, we will definitely have more on the Queen's Plate in the weeks to come. When we return, we meet Ontario Racing's new executive director. This is Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Stay with us. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Follow us on Twitter at 1059 The Region. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 450 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. 
Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer with our expert on the ponies, Larry Simpson. And joining us next is the new executive director for Ontario Racing, Jonathan Zamet. Thank you for joining us on the show, Jonathan. Hey, Ann. Hey, Larry. Thank you for having me this morning. So tell us all about your new job with Ontario Racing and what Ontario Racing is all about. Sure. So, so my new role as the executive director, I've uh, have the privilege of, of taking over Catherine Curry, who's done an amazing job. And really, Anne, it's um, it's a nice mix of of strategic planning and uh, liaison with the industry to really kind of be the official voice of the horse racing industry in the province of Ontario uh, across all three breeds: thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse. So, in a nutshell, we're we're an advocacy group, and uh, we're really trying to make the Ontario horse racing industry a sustainable and viable industry for the long-term uh, health uh, of the of this industry How, i think for our readers uh, or our our listeners sake uh jonathan um, how many tracks are, is ontario racing responsible for uh, i believe there's 15 in the network two of them thoroughbred one quarter horse and uh the remaining them are standard bred uh, tracks scattered throughout the province of ontario so you talk about sustainable, viable, and longevity, I guess, when it comes to the horse racing industry. What can you bring to that in order to accomplish that? Sure. So so my background and, um, you know, a lot of people know in the industry, I, I didn't grow up in horse racing. I come from the finance world. Um, you know, I've had the privilege of working in the sports and entertainment uh, for a few years now. And I think, you know, with my, my background in finance and uh, my experience in, in seeing how some of these industries work, uh, specifically, you know, more the traditional uh, uh, sports, hockey, uh, basketball, and, and soccer in North America, I'm hoping to, to bring that knowledge to the industry to, you know, uh, really uh, – increase and, and, and build our, our, our fan base. Um, you know, that's an important part of this industry. Our fan base is something that we need to secure and, and, and replenish. Um, you know, the horse racing industry has been around for a long time with some very loyal and long-term fans, but we're looking for that new blood, that new demographic. We're looking to get people into the industry, so promoting our industry, so we're through new horse ownership programs, and really uh, creating that buzz to, to keep horse racing at the forefront of our sporting landscape for, for many years to come. I know it's uh, still uh, premature for you. You've only been there for, what, has it been about a week? Two weeks now? About a week, yeah. yeah about a week, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I guess my question is, is there little bits and pieces that you can grab from your previous careers, like even with Woodbine and, and uh, with uh, MLSE and that, that uh, you can kind of utilize to to make Ontario Racing's tracks and that a little bit more fan friendly for sure for sure you know specifically in my previous roles with woodbine as the vice president of thoroughbred racing you know that gave me that that intimate knowledge of the industry and really understanding the operations of the track and and how the sport comes together to put on that live performance so so taking that knowledge with me certainly uh is something that's going to help me moving forward uh, to apply to, you know, the standard bred breed as well as the quarter horse breed to really get the best out of, out of the tracks in terms of efficiency and operating at a, at a, at a, at a rate that, you know, makes sense and, and from a 
business perspective. Um, from you know the, my work and, and time at MLSE, the importance um, you know what I can bring to this to this role from from that experience is, is really just you know we need to showcase our stars, right? Um, MLSE does a great job across their brands of really promoting their stars, and, and you know I think in the horse racing industry that's something we can we can learn from. We have a lot of talented athletes, both human and equine, in in horse racing across all the breeds, and I think just making sure that they're front and center uh, and really, really capturing the, the attention of, of the public is something that we can do, we can probably do a little bit better of. Um, you know, we've taken great strides to really pump our big races and our, and our stars um, across the breeds, but if we can just make sure that we're doing that uh, at a level that, that keeps it uh, fun and interesting, um, you know, I think those are the two big things that I can pull from my background that would hopefully uh, get this industry, um, you know, building on its great past and, 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 and its tradition and just keeping it moving it forward uh, for many years to come. Jonathan, what impact has COVID-19 had on horse racing and how will it shape the future of it in terms of Ontario racing? For sure, I, I think you know horse racing is is not alone that in, in that the whole kind of sporting landscape has has changed since uh, you know the, the pandemic started. Uh, specifically for horse racing, um, you know we're operating behind uh, a closed doors, so very limited uh, fan engagement at this point at the track. So. Thankfully, uh, you know, horse racing is well set up to thrive in a uh, in a situation like that because you know a lot of our a lot of our product is consumed um, outside of the track. So although we love to have fans and and have people at our tracks, um, I think we fared better than than some of the other sports uh, across the North American sporting landscape. Uh, in just in the fact because our distribution um, really allows uh, our fans to consume our sport um, by other means over the internet on your smartphone. Uh, some of the apps that we've developed. So there hasn't been that much of a drop-off, but at the same time, we're still putting those protocols in effect that hopefully when we can welcome our fans back, um, you know, we will have the appropriate social distancing in place um, while on site. Currently, for our participants that do come to the track and are racing their horses for the owners, the trainers, uh, and all the other staff, yes, we've had to be very mindful of, of the appropriate um, protocols, making sure that, you know, social distancing and sanitization is front and foremost. And moving forward, you know, I think these are things that are that are going to be sticking around for a long time. So we put a lot of great thought into making sure all the tracks have consistent protocols and are and are abiding by their local health authorities to make sure they're compliant. Um, but it's going to be ever mindful because I don't think, you know, we're ever going to be, uh, be able to say that we're going back to the way it used to be. I think this is, this is something that we're going to have to adjust to and, uh, you know, we're going to be a big part of helping our tracks uh, make those adjustments and make making it safe for everybody for, for, for the short term and for the long term moving forward. Plus, horse racing has the advantage. It's not gate-driven like the other sports, correct? It's, it's basically based on, on wagering, and everything's set up now to go through products like HPI and Dark Horse and that. So we do have an advantage, don't we? Uh, that's a very good point, Larry. So you're right. Um, as I mentioned, you know, a lot of our, our consumers of our sport, a lot of our fans and wagers don't have to physically be at the track to, to, to place a wager. With the many platforms we have in place via our HPI bet network that's run through Woodbine and there are some of the new apps that have been developed, specifically the Dark Horse app, which allows you to place bets or have um, the app assist you in placing bets. Um, you're really free to enjoy horse racing outside of the track venue and, uh, and carry on as if you were at the track itself. So, um, yeah, we're specifically do have an advantage, and, and that's a great advantage to have, and we're certainly uh, capitalizing on that as best as we can. 
Jonathan, you talked about the fan. Who is the fan today and who are you looking for tomorrow? For sure. So that's a great question. And you know, the fan today is 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 the people who who make this sport go and it's the wager and we have great respect for our wagers because they're the ones that that put the, uh, the, the tickets through the window and, and, and make this sport happen. Um, but we're looking always to green new, a new fan base, opening up horse racing to the younger demographic, to families, because, you know, you can come to a track in the province of Ontario and there's no obligation to place a bet at all. You can come and enjoy the horses, enjoy a meal, enjoy a, a great experience without having to wager. So we're looking to really, you know, um, develop a, a cross-section of new fan being young and new wagers um, as well as those who just want to come and enjoy the horses and enjoy the experience at the track. At the same time, we never forget our loyal uh, fans that are currently with us, and we want to always enhance their experience, whether it's through new products, um, new ways to bet, new ways to follow the sport. So, um, again, that new fan for us is, is, is a new demographic where we're opening, hoping to, to show them uh, what a great sport this is, whether it's through placing a wager or just coming to the track and enjoying the horses and enjoying a day out with their family. Um, there's something for everybody at one of Ontario's uh, many tracks. Okay, Jonathan, we'd like to thank you for coming on. And if uh, if you're looking for an assistant, I'll throw my hat into the <laughs> ring for you. <laughs> for sure, Larry, that that'd be great. You know, I'd love to have uh, love to have you always around the track. We've had some great conversations, and I look forward to to seeing you uh, again very soon. Okay. Good stuff, gentlemen. Thanks. Thank you very much. And Jonathan Zamet, Executive Director at Ontario Racing, thanks for joining us on the show. So coming up after the break, today's headline feature races at Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Stay with us. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Go from dark horse to winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Time now for a look ahead at today's races at Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park. So, Larry, the man who knows everything, what is, in your opinion, the inside track? Well, thanks, Anne. I, I think uh, I like at the Eternal Search race today, which is their stakes race on the day at Woodbine, uh, which is race eight, the number six horse, uh, Bramble Queen. I like, uh, number one, I like turf races. I, I find that they're very competitive. Uh, they're a lot ch- more challenging when you're trying to handicap, and there's a lot of angles that go into it and that. And I just find that uh, there's usually a lot more horses in a turf race than there is in a dirt or a synthetic uh, race than that. So the number six horse, Bramble Queen, I, I think uh, has a very good shot in the uh, in the Eternal Search uh, today, uh, simply because it's been uh, it's been racing in Saratoga in a, and raced against some very competitive horses and, and didn't race that badly. Actually, Manny Franco rode the horse, and Manny Franco happens to be the rider of some horse by the name of Tis the Law. So uh, he must have liked the horse to take the ride at Saratoga. So that's a good good chance. The horse is coming here and uh, racing against a lot uh, 
I, I wouldn't say inferior com, uh, competitors in that, but uh, this horse has been running grade two, and these other horses have been running allowance in that. So I kind of like that horse. Um, also at, at Woodbine in race four, it's another turf race, and it's a maiden special weight. And I like the nine-horse waltzing champ in there. Uh, this is a lightly raced horse. It's making its third start lifetime. Third start off the layoff is always a big angle. It's got improving buyer speed figures. And it raced uh, very well at its last start. Finished second at uh, a mile. It's going a mile and a sixteenth today. And it also is a three-year-old that's well-bred. And it comes from the good Stronach stable. So I really like uh, that horse. Uh, at uh, Woodby Mohawk Park, we have the eliminations for the North America Cup, and there's some very good horses in there. Uh, Tall Dark Stranger, uh, we heard Jim Lawson talk about uh, him earlier. Uh, Tall Dark Stranger is pr probably going to be the champion three-year-old. And keep in mind, there's two eliminations. The, the top, uh, I believe it's the top five in each race, will come back and race for a million, million bucks next week. So uh, great racing there. And I guess moving forward, uh, uh, I think that there's a, another, if you're, you're still up at 9 o'clock tonight, the Delmar Oaks is in Delmar uh, Park in, uh, in California. And I, again, it's a turf race, and I really like the horse called, uh, number, the number 11 horse called uh, Quiddy. And uh, it's a French bred. Uh, it's raced uh, a couple of times this year and had uh, it's making its third start off the layoff. Two races back, uh, I happened to bet it, and the horse got into a lot of trouble. And then he came back, or she came back, I should say, in her last start and was closing second at a mile. And, and uh, today she's going a mile and an eighth. So the 11 horse uh, in the Delmar Oaks, I, I really like that. And that's a horse called Quiddy. It's a French bred and really loves the turf. So, Larry, I would like to learn more about the handicapping process, but also how technology has changed not only that, but really horse racing as a whole. Well, that's correct, and I think uh, Woodbine have, have come to the forefront with their Dark Horse product. Uh, Dark Horse, uh, we've talked about it in the, on the uh, previous shows, and that it's a mobile app, and it's basically uh, made for the, the newcomer to the racing. One of the biggest problems with horse racing is we, we made it too difficult for people, and they got intimidated. There was a lot of screaming and yelling, and people would come in and say, like, really, what's, what's going on here? And they'd leave. Or they'd lose their $20, and they say, gee, that's, that's not fun, and we'll go to the slot machines or something. So uh, Woodbine have, have uh, come uh, to the forefront with this product, Dark Horse, and it, uh, so far it's got very good results. It'll basically give you the, you know, the forecast of how it picks the races. And, and the good thing about it is, you don't have to use real money at the beginning. It has a, a, a portion on there that allows you to play with, with play money. So uh, once you get to, you're feeling a little bit more comfortable with that, then you can get into uh, you know playing with real money in that. And there's various algorithms, and, and uh, so far I understand that the success rate is very good with it. So Does intuition come into play? And I'm not talking about the name of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, intuition helps, and I think luck helps even more, though. So, but uh, I've been I've been playing the horses. I think since about I was about I've said in the past for about five years old, and I was being dragged to the old Greenwood track and 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 that and uh, uh, and Woodbine and also on the Standardbred side as well because Greenwood was also a, a Standardbred track also. So. Um, 
I've spent a lot of time reading and and watching what other handicappers do. And uh, uh, our show last week, we had Eddie Olchek on, and I had mentioned to Jim Lang that I thought he was probably one of the best handicappers. Uh, He's on NBC when they show the big races and that. So you you can kind of learn from other people. And and it's like anything, you learn from your own mistakes too. If you bet the wrong horse, you you thought you liked the horse, and then you change your mind and that. So yeah, intuition has a lot. Sometimes you just get this feeling that maybe the horse is going to do well. And other times you, you say, well, gee, maybe you end up talking yourself out of it and that. So, And it's got to be fun. And you said that earlier. You just, it has to be fun top to bottom. It has to be. And I think that's possibly one of the, the, the problems, as I said earlier, is we didn't make it fun for people, for new people, for the younger person. And I think now with, with products like Dark Horse and that, we're starting to bring that fun element back. What a pleasure to be with you today, and I thank you so much for having me with you on this really great show and a learning curve for someone like me, that's for sure. And I want to thank everyone for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7 Radio Magazine. Just a reminder, if you would like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 Magazine, you can email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. Stay with us on 105.9 The Region all weekend long. The Feed News Magazine is coming up next with, well, me. (laughs) Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.